Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Emma Powell is the DA Shadow Minister of the Department of International Relations and Cooperation. A very, very good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing today? Morning. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well, thanks. So what the, uh, obviously, uh, my theory is very, very much about this being a diversion tactic. We look at conflict far away to avoid the terrible problem back here in South Africa. But maybe that's just a comfortable way of looking at it. What is really the motivation behind the EFF and the ANC getting involved in this particular conflict where they have deliberately ignored human rights abuses in uh, almost every other area. Well, I think that we would then both agree that it's being used as a useful political tool uh, to distract from the ANC's failure as our government and the lack of genuine offering that the EFF have. But uh, the decision in Parliament yesterday where the ANC voted on an EFF motion to sever all diplomatic ties with Israel is in fact going to have dire consequences for South Africans Mm, mm. who are trapped in the region. So I think that it's political posturing. The ANC have been all over the road with this. The minister saying one thing, the ANC saying another. And it's simply a a diversion uh, tactic in my view. It's, it, it, but it, does it talk to, you know, as the Jewish community, we often debate this. Are they anti-Semitic? Is this part of just, uh, are they captured? Is this part of another agenda? What is re- it, it's obsessive. You know, if, if the ANC spent half of the amount of time they were focused on this particular conflict and they actually just turned uh, inward and looked at South Africa, we'd be in much better shape. What is this obsession? Well, I think that what's going on in the Middle East is deeply concerning. And there is indeed a space and a place for political leaders the world over to make statements on the crisis. Mm -hmm. However, it has become an obsession uh, of the ANC in recent weeks. Uh, We know that there is a deliberate misinformation propaganda machine that's running in the background. The amount of fake news that gets sent to me uh, on a daily basis is deeply, deeply concerning. And it is, in my view, uh, being wielded as a diversion tactic. And I think that something that I said in Parliament last week when we had an opportunity mm. to debate on Julius Malema's motion is that if the ANC genuinely cared about human rights, about peace, about security, and about doing what is good and right, they would, of course, be speaking out against the brutal ethnic cleansing that is happening on our back doorstep on the African continent mm. in Sudan, mm. where since April, more than 10,000 civilians have been killed. In the last week, more than 1,300 uh, Sudanese people have been butchered in West Darfur. Seven million have now fled into neighboring countries, three million of which are children. This is now the largest displaced population of children anywhere in the world, and we're not hearing anything from uh, the ANC, despite the uh, position that they hold on regional bodies like the SADC 
and within uh, the African Union. There's no referral by uh, South Africa and its counterparts like uh, Comoros, who currently chairs the AU, of the Sudanese conflict to the ICC. Rather, there's a referral of uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. Mm, mm. Now, it's it's clear that this is uh, that, that this is a, a useful political tool, and the decision that was taken in Parliament yesterday to sever diplomatic ties was entirely um, moot because ultimately the decision uh, vests with Cabinet and Minister Pandor has expressed over the weekend her reservations. Now, we know that there are 25,000 South African citizens uh, in, in Israel that have now been left to fend for themselves, but more so. The ANC uh, supported this motion uh, under the auspices of, of wanting to support the Palestinian cause. Now, that's all well and good, but by closing the embassy in Tel Aviv, the South African embassy in Ramallah, which is the de facto capital of the Palestinian state, will now no longer be able to operate. So essentially, civilians of our own that are trapped have no way of accessing diplomatic assistance from our government now. And where civilian casualties occur, families will have no available channels to arrange repatriation in line with traditional and religious rights. They'll now have to travel to Jordan and Egypt. So whilst the ANC's decision is of absolutely no consequence to either Israel or, or Hamas, it exacerbates the plight of ordinary South Africans that are trapped in the region. Emma, if, uh, if you don't mind, I've got Benji Shulman on the line. He's the Director of Public Policy at the South African Zionist Federation. Uh, Benji, a very good morning to you. Thank you for, for joining us as well. Uh, you've uh, obviously been listening to, to what Emma uh, Powell from the DA uh, has to say around this. Anything you'd like to add to this? Uh, thank you, Howard. Hello to Emma and to the listeners. Yeah, I think that she is uh, very correct on this in that uh, South Africans who are in Israel uh, are, are very directly affected and that Parliament doesn't really have the real uh, leverage here to make this decision. It is actually an executive decision and it is largely a symbolic gesture, but one that's really disturbing because it's showing the way in which the government is thinking about this issue, which is not entirely rational. Mm. Well, and, and can you explain this irrationality? As, as Emma's saying, and, and, and Emma, correct me if I'm wrong, you're saying, Emma, that in fact there is a, there, there is a need to, folk, to, to, to look at the situation for, a, or for Durko to comment on it because this is a very dire situation that's taken place. Obviously, you need to look at it fairly uh, and in a balanced way, but it does deserve some focus. What we're seeing to some extent is extreme focus, I think obsession uh, when it comes to this particular uh, the, the, this, this particular region. Your thoughts, Benji? Yeah, I think there is that case. And also it's, it's an obsession in a way which is not connected to the interests of South Africans, right? Hamas is a, an extremist organization that is ideologically connected with very similar challenges that we have in, in, in South Africa, such as in Mozambique. Uh, and effectively, what we have is an extremist organization which is running the foreign policy uh, of, of our country and not to the benefit of, of ordinary South Africans. And so, yes, obviously you can look at this issue, but we need to look at it as in what is our interest as South Africa and what is a positive way that we can uh, actually contribute. And, and backing uh, an extremist organization like Hamas uh, and its terrorist actions really doesn't uh, help anyone uh, in in terms of the benefic the 
the benefits to ordinary South Africans. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if I could just ask you, what is a, the mandate of uh, of an organisation like Durco? Is it to look at international affairs for the sake of the international affairs, or is it to deal with the international fair, affairs as it impacts on South Africans? What is the what what is the mandate? Well, of course, it's to advance and promote our country's interests on the international stage. Now, herein lies the inherent hypocrisy. Um, the ANC have positioned South Africa as uh, non-aligned, and you will, you would have seen that on um, sort of vivid uh, display um, during the the, the, the Russia-Ukraine mm, invasion, absolutely, or, or when when Russia illegally invaded yes, Ukraine, that right. the ANC refused to make strong political statements. They said that by uh, refusing to make strong political statements, they would have a genuine stake at the negotiating table. But in fact, we know that their reservations were entirely motivated by the ANC's party political fortunes and their relationship with uh, the Russia. Russian Federation, mm. Putin, and and Moscow. So essentially what's happening here is that instead of the ANC respecting Durko as part of the administration uh, and allowing Durko to um, have a, a balanced foreign policy that does indeed promote South Africa's trade, economic and diplomatic relationships, we've got the ANC now setting the agenda for Durko and Durko officials now having to fall in line and that is being determined on a case-by-case basis in line with the ANC's interests. And when we saw, for example, ANC Secretary General Fikile Mbulula leading uh, one of the pro-Palestinian marches uh, a couple of weeks ago, which is, of course, his democratic right mm-hmm. to do, the uh, comments that he made were not about the conflict. Rather, they were about the official opposition in the Western Cape. And uh, as has been um, written about quite widely in the press, the inherent hypocrisy that Mbulula, who, as the ANC Secretary General, um, is in charge of, 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 of the party who leads our government, 27,000 South Africans uh, were murdered last year. Our rail and road networks have completely collapsed in most parts of the country. Our unemployment rate has uh, risen to 42% of the expanded definition. This is a useful political tool for them. Mm. This is not about human rights. And unfortunately, Durko is having to, of course, take their uh, lead from their political principles. I think that they're doing a relatively decent job where they are able to have holding the line in exceptionally difficult circumstances. And um, when you've got your minister telephoning the leader of Hamas, which we as the Democratic Alliance consider to be a terrorist organization along with much of the Western world, when you've got your minister going to visit with or fraternizing with the likes of Iranian President Raisi, whose own government has Mm. executed Mm. more than 1,200 of their own civilians, many of which were political dissidents, uh, women and minorities, then you're not walking a balanced line of neutrality advancing your national interests. You are directly advancing your party political interests at the expense of the people of your nation. And that is what uh, we as the well official said. opposition mm, take mm. on bridge with. And, uh, of course, just the fact that uh, Hamas was called after they perpetrated these horrific, horrific acts, and we still don't really know what the nature of that conversation was about, whereas the Israeli embassy here in South Africa was never approached uh, to offer condolences, support uh, of any form, I think tells us the entire story. I do need to leave it there, Benji Shulman. Thank you. And uh, Emma Powell, DA Shadow Minister of the Department of International Relations and Cooperation, thank you both for taking time to speak to us this morning.